outside Outside the nine to five Make the cloud rise How the money just multiply On the outside Outside the nine to five Long as I strive Success finna multiply On the outside Three, two, one, action. We're live. We're going to do it live. We'll see if maybe we get an episode this week. Last week, what we just talked for two hours about like seller financing deals and absolutely life, all of life, and didn't record a podcast. Yeah, it didn't record a podcast at all. But you know, it was a productive conversation. In my I book. agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Sunday yeah. conversation. I've been I've been slacking on the editing, so we got we got a podcast that's coming out. It's coming out this week before this one hits. So, um, dude, yeah. it's wild that we're already at like a buck ten to me. I sent you that text yesterday, but like a hundred and ten episodes and like seven thousand listens. I mean, on a per episode basis, it's not that crazy, but like to me, it's just still it's still kind of like the consistency, bro, is kind of crazy to me. Sir, it's sir. What'd Love you say? It. Oh, I said it's, it's there. there. It's oh, there. I thought you said sir. I was like, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever call you sir, to be honest. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, all right. Topic for today, dude. I don't know. Maybe again, you'll have to use your marketing skills or your um, I don't know, what you produce like crea- creative, creative naming. Yeah, to, to come up with. But dude, honestly, um, I presented last week in front of a bunch of my peers, probably about like 200 people in person, maybe another 200 on the phone. Um, And I don't know, dude, I was just reflecting on the situation. It was definitely a huge, dude, scary as hell, man. Like, I don't, I didn't feel it as I was preparing, but like when you get up there, bro, it's weird. It's so weird because we have these conversations with ourselves. Like, should you be nervous? Should you not be nervous? I didn't feel nerves really until I got on stage, but like, I almost felt a little bit in my element. Um, But with all that being said, kind of the topic for me today is, you know, I had a lot of positive feedback on how the presentation went. Um, And then there was, and then there was a couple of things said about me being nervous, which is totally, uh, what would I say from people that I trust and care about. So it's like, that threw me off my game a little bit. And I started feeling the word of like failure, embarrassment, um, because I have such high expectations for like my identity in the work setting place, almost too much perfection, which I think is a great thing for me to like reflect on in this situation. And uh, yeah, man, it's just an interesting, interesting dynamic. Cause I I think it goes a little bit deeper than just public. uh, What do I say? Than just public like presentation. I don't really think, I think there's a lot more embedded in that for me, like judgment from my peers. Um, you know, just playing the game at a higher level, bro. Like, I think for me, you know, I've done presentations in front of 30 people, like 20 times. It's just a different level, different scale. And I think, what do I say? There's definitely a lot to unpack, but the the gut reaction is it's always good when you start having these, like, when you start questioning yourself. Um, and when you do shit that scares you, bro, when you do shit that scares you, I told you what I do this weekend, like relax, because I was exhausted from mentally doing gymnastics about this presentation <laughs> like for- yeah that's a great that's a great way to put it is post post a situation where you feel like maybe you didn't even do as well as you like the bar that you set 
right. but I don't even know. Do I know yet? No, I don't get a presentation recording until Monday. So that's when I'll be able to look at it. But I would rather just do it in the mindset that I have now, that there's things I could have done better. But I really don't know what it looks like at all. Yeah. Well, uh, the beauty of that is you'll get to see what it looks like. That Not many people get to see uh, that perspective, like the third person perspective of having a recording of a presentation that you give. So that'll be, I mean, I think that'll be huge in terms of being able to at least see how that looked uh, for maybe an audience member. So yeah, it'll be good. I'm excited for it, but I just want to more dive into the emotions of like almost a self-critical nature. I think a lot of us have, or I know for a fact you do, right? You have a presentation. You said, I mean, we literally had this conversation last week and you mentioned one thing that you could have made done better in your presentation, but holistically the meeting went well. And it's like, we are so self-critical, which is good. It drives us. But I have seen for myself personally, bro, I always go with worst case scenario. And I'll give the exact example of this presentation. One person mentioned I was nervous. What did I facilitate that to be? Extrapolate that out. Oh my God, I'm never going to get another speaking engagement with my company. Again, I'm never going to be put in that position to, to deliver for my manager, for the people that you know believe in me. And my, like, I extrapolate that out so goddamn significantly. <clears throat> and like, those are some of the emotions and thoughts that were draining for me post the presentation is like these, this internal self-talk that dude, it's hard, <laughs> bro, very hard to get your arms around and get comfortable with. And that's what I've literally spent the last four days doing. I'm absolutely atrocious in this area. I know you are. That's why we're talking about this. Topic. I'm way, I, I am way worse than you in this. Right. But I don't this. know what your thoughts are on this. Like yeah. I journal about my thoughts. So I have them right in front of me for the last four days, but I don't know, like, how do you work through that? Or do you not really work through it? Do you just move on? No, I, I think a lot of the times I probably don't work through it in a way I, I should. But yeah, to your point, one of the things that I feel like has helped me be more successful quicker, at least in my eyes, is being super self-critical because that allows you to work on all the areas that you really need to improve on. But a lot of the time it crosses a line that shouldn't be crossed of just burying myself mentally so much so that it it starts to destroy the confidence that I'm building in certain areas. Yeah, for me, I don't I don't really have a good answer around this because this is a humongous weakness of mine. So it's just burying myself post meeting, post presentation, post interaction that didn't go perfect. Facts, bro. So yeah. here's and here's what I've come to here's what I've come to, you know, toy around with from an idea standpoint is ultimately the way I probably envision this presentation actually happening is not nearly as bad at, or sorry, the way I'm envisioning it and how I looked in that presentation, which I'll see on Monday is like, I probably bro look half as bad as the story I'm telling myself, probably even less than that, like probably even less than that. But where I've seen the biggest issues and, and my weakness on being self-critical dude is it's not the actual situation that's negative. It's legitimately what I do to compound that issue, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. if you looked at Colton a year ago through this, the lens of the situation that's happening out now, I guarantee you I would have gone off the rails, probably been like 
it was, dude, it's very stressful putting yourself in those environments. And like, there's other situations in the last year where I know that same thing. What actually happened wasn't that bad, but the story I told myself of being embarrassed, shame, like being ashamed, like all these things made the situation 25 times worse than had I just sat in the moment of trying to reflect on, okay, dude, like what, what could you actually have done better? Where did you falter? And like, what are you even proud of for doing? Um, instead of just, you know, literally murdering yourself. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny. Cause you say all these things about this presentation and I can pick out like five to 10 points that are obvious about the situation that would, it would just make sense that you would be more nervous or this wouldn't go exactly how you would have thought it would have went in, in your mind. I mean, just think about the the room that you're presenting in versus what you typically do, right? Yep. Were you were you in like an amphitheater type situation? Amphitheater with literally 200 people I look up to endlessly. Yeah, like you're in a right. Roman Colosseum presenting to 400 of your peers who know who you would assume know everything that you do, or maybe even more because there's more experienced people there. Like, yeah, that's a complete. You're completely out of your element. You've never really done that before and it's presenting to your peers. So it would just be natural that you're not going to absolutely crush it the first time you do it. Yeah, it's, it's just like the unfortunate thing is I feel like sometimes we look at these people that are maybe further along than us, or we look at public speakers like a, a Simon Sinek or something along those lines. And you've already, you're seeing the developed product, right? You've seen the years of work, but what we, what you don't see is the same situations that they had to go through that you're currently going through. Facts. But yeah, I, I don't, I do that. But from, if it was me and I was putting, and I was in your shoes, like I'd be doing the same, same goddamn thing that you're doing. Yeah, and you've been doing over the past three to four days. It's so easy to help you through this situation than it is to help myself in the same situation. And one of the self-talk things that I've done to, be better equipped in these like very heightened emotional times for me, bro, is I literally say, what would Kevin tell me? I'm not even fucking with you. I literally, literally, I, I say that. What would Kev say to you right now? I say that when it's like tough call at work, tough day, that because that's my only way to disconnect. I don't really know. Like we're both really self-critical of our individual selves. So for me, that's the only way I disconnect from it. So that's like one of the main points I have here is like, I always say, okay, what would my mom or Kevin say about this situation? Because usually you guys are kinder to me than I'm going to be. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing because the biggest obstacle you are encountering there is getting out of your own head, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. you need to you need to not see it from your effed up perspective that you have yeah. about how perfect you should be in these situations. You gotta you gotta put yourself in someone else's shoes to look at you and and think think how they might think to get you yeah. from that spiral that's continuing to fall down. That's a great, that's a great idea. I've never thought about doing it that way. So I, I I'm definitely going to try that moving forward because the problem is sometimes when someone like after something like that happens and I'm, I'm talking about it, I don't listen. I'm not listening to what the other person is saying this too. Like for me, like if I have, 
and maybe this is just a deeper thing, but when I have, I go through a situation like this past week where I have a meeting, yeah, it didn't, it didn't end perfectly. And I felt like I made, I had made maybe a, maybe a mistake or something along those lines. And I was talking to Alex about it and I was just spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> like she was saying a lot of things that made sense and I should have listened to, but in that moment I was just a bit lost. So, but I, to your point, that's great, great, great idea. Get out of your own head. Yeah, man. I mean, and sometimes I, I thought you were going down the path of even when someone talks to you about the situation, what they tell you is irrelevant because you're only going to hear one thing that you perform badly. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, I had probably I'm dude, I'm not even shitting with you. Because we had a networking event after I presented 15 people said good job. I didn't hear any of those compliments. I didn't hear a right. single one of them. I have texts in my phone from when I right got off stage and said you did an incredible job. But like, bro, I didn't hear any of them. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't hear a single one of them. No. And that's, that's, it's messed up. <laughs> I know, dude. Up, that's why dude. I'm it's, talking about it. Bro. It's messed up. And I'm the same, I am the same way. I'll only remember the one thing that someone said that makes me think that I didn't perform to the yeah. level that I would have liked. So that's a, that's a great, it's a great thought there, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all, it's falling on deaf ears. That's the best way to put it. Correct. And basically what I was getting to with this entire situation and why I wanted to talk about it is. Dude, the only way I'm going to evolve, change, get better is to put myself in situations like that. It sounds so easy, but um, like this is what I thought about while I was journaling this morning about the podcast topic. Colton Richards would be the same Colton Richards if. If I didn't do that presentation, I'd be the same version of myself, bro, as if I, if I just sat in that 200-person amphitheater and didn't present. You know, I'd be the same exact quote, but like I'm a different version of myself having done that presentation. And that's the just the reality of playing the game, dude. That's the reality of playing the game and trying to evolve because it's way easy, it's way harder to be the man in the arena, right? Like go back yeah. to that quote. If I'm just sitting in the shadow of the auditorium watching people present, it's like, did you really get any better? Did you evolve? Did you change? Did you grow? Definitely not. Um, yeah. So and uh, you got to give, you got to give yourself the credit of accepting that opportunity, right? Cause that's a scary opportunity. I mean, yeah. when that was first presented to you was the first thing that you thought like, I'm going to, I'm going oh, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, like, this is going to be incredible. Or was it more along the lines of, Oh, this is a scary thing. Who's going to believe me, bro? That's what I thought. It's imposter yeah, syndrome. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. imposter syndrome. Who's going to believe me? Um, but <laughs> I don't know. The size of your failures is like, this is another quote I heard or was reading about. It's like the size of your failures increase. Like as you grow and evolve, the size of your failures are going to increase. Even if this isn't quote unquote a failure, that's how it feels and lands for me. But I think that's just the natural evolution, man. I I, I do kind of believe that. Your, your failures are going to be seen on a higher scale as you continue to grow. Yeah. I mean, just think about if you just sat in the audience, you wouldn't even giving yourself the opportunity to fail. Right. Correct. So. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. I, I'm not sure. Where, whether, go where are you right now? Mentally? mentally. Are you through it or are you still kind of like hung up because you haven't seen the video? 
Uh, the feelings fade, man. The feelings fade. I have that here. <laughs> it, it usually takes a few days for the feelings to subside. And like, I was still like shiv, not shivering, but like, I thought about the situation and just the worst case scenario, like my hands looked like, you know, whatever. Cause that's what someone said. Your hands look nerve nervous, right. Or something. So I have no idea what I could have looked like Squidward out there, bro. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but so I was thinking about that and for a couple of days, it made me a little nervous, but I don't know, man. It's like the feelings fade. A lot of your feelings um, that are emotionally heightened, I'm starting to learn through like sitting with them and not really running from them as much. Dude, they fade. Like obviously a a higher emotionally volatile event like this, it's going to stick with you a little bit longer than 24, 48 hours for me. But yeah, after four or five days, it's, you know, not that you forget it happened, but it doesn't really have the same juice anymore. How do you get that confidence back? How do I you get Because I feel like when that happens, you you get your confidence get gets kind of shot in this. That's situations. a great point. That's a great point. How do you get your confidence back? I think you practice, you know, uh, for, for me, it's like, OK, what do you do in the next situation? It's OK, Colton. Every time you've presented, what have you done? You just assume the way you look while presenting is fine. Right. I always record what I, I I say from like a vocabulary and wording standpoint, but I've never really practiced how I look. Um, and I think that's just a takeaway is okay for the next time you present, definitely listen to your recording and listen to the words you say, which is what a lot of people think of initially, right? Ums, ahs, rights, whatever your filler words are. But for me now, it's okay. How do you look while you present too? So it's just that next layer to evolve. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So that's, that's how you go back. You work on what you feel like you might be less than confident in. Yeah. In fact, it sounds like you're you stopped the slippery slope. Yeah. 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 Pretty, man. pretty like you've gotten to the point where you're stopping that slippery slope of and, maybe the thought, the thought process of like, I I'm not good at sales, I'm not good at presenting, I've done all this work, but I still am not good at those things so the imposter syndrome that just keeps going you know what i mean yeah because i talk to people post the presentation that i believe and that i believe a lot in and that i also look up to significantly and have done it for way longer than i have and said i did phenomenal so right like it was both it's both me working through it but also hearing positive affirmations in the other way like uh, some did sort you, of combination did you lean on any of the people that you you know, there's probably a handful of people that you really, really, really care about their opinion, right? Did you yep. lean on any of those people and and tell them how you felt yeah. about the presentation mm-hmm. and get some feedback there? Like, what does that? What did that look like? Because I feel like that would help in that situation to tell them how you're feeling and at least get some clarity that maybe it's not as bad as you're making yourself think it was. I just told them I felt nervous and I'm not sure how I looked while I presented. And they said, dude, that's a part of the game. Um, that's absolutely part. Of, <laughs> it's absolutely part of the game. And that's why we put you up there because you have to learn eventually. Right. Right. And they told me they were proud of me. So it's like a lot of those things meant a lot to me. That meant a lot to me. And going back to the same idea, bro, none of that, none of those interactions would happen if I was just sitting in the stands, man. None of those interactions would happen. True. True. Should be proud of that. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I am. I definitely am. And it's like, you look at the Andy Frisellas, you look at the Ed Milets, you look at the whoever you listen to, man, the Simon Sinek's to your point, 
they all started somewhere. I'm not saying I want to go to that level or you want to go to that level, but the journey to get there isn't a perfect one. Um, yeah, people don't just stand up there on a stage and all of a sudden are immaculate at public speaking. That's that's something that's really hard because you don't see the development. You visually don't see it. You don't see once these people become wildly popular, you don't see what they were doing when they weren't wildly popular because it's just they it's just not out there. So, yeah. But you're never not going to be scared. You're never not going to be scared, dude. Like that's the (laughs) there's only so much you can practice. And I feel like there's that there's that mindset. You can practice a bunch. You can pra- you keep on practicing, but there's nothing that replaces game day. There's nothing that replaces game day. Yeah, I mean, just look at the if you remember the the World Cup final, right? How many times do you think those players practice penalty kicks? Yep, it's a super simple thing. It's like a free throw in in basketball. But when when you're in you're at the pinnacle of sport and there's a lot of pressure you're obviously going to perform a little bit differently. So you got to get, you got to be in that zone a few times before you get used to it. Yeah, yeah man. Holy shit. That was, <laughs> that was their racket. Um, but I couldn't imagine. I'm like, I'm thinking about the presentation versus what they, like they had a country watching them. Like yeah. nerve wracking for me, but imagine <laughs> They were going through. Dude. Yeah, dude. There's oh, levels. My. There's, I mean, there's levels to it, but it's wherever you're at. That's what. That's where the level is. So. Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. So I, I have points here, and I'll just read them off. I mean, you tell me. You expand upon them or expound. Is it expand or expound? Ex- Probably expand. I don't know if that second word is a, is a word, but okay. <laughs> Webster over there. <laughs> you know me. Uh. So I just said. Again, I think Bezo, Jeff Bezos said the size of your failures increases. It ultimately means you're growing. Um, your reaction usually compounds what you see the issue being or the story you're telling telling yourself when it's probably not as bad as the story you're telling yourself. So it's really your reaction to that. I think find ways to disconnect yourself from the situation. Talk about what, how would your friends react if you told them that this was going on? Um Oh, and I think this is a big one, bro. How do you learn from it without it being an attack on you, your your character? No, that's that's something I just have not figured out. Like, we ask for feedback. So how do you take that not personally, you know? So for me, it's okay, next time I watch myself present. I don't ever do that, never have. I think that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. Whole heck of a lot of sense. Watch yourself present and mute the words. So you're not even looking at the words. You're looking at your body language and posture. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then the I bottom, like that. I like that. I need, I need, I need more. <laughs> well, you need to go through a situation and then reflect on it, you know, yeah. to, to, to bring these things to life. And then the final thing is um, do, do things scared, man. Um, this growth or learning wouldn't for me have come just from sitting in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I also think there's a little bit hidden in there. It's taking action after that to get yourself out of your own head. Like the best way to let yourself not go down that slippery slope is to ask other people to um, provide more clarity from the outside because your perspective is going to be completely warped. Warped for sure. For sure. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'd love to know what you're going to call this, but I, I mean, that's dude, it's the, the truth of the matter. It might not be succinct, but it's just like what I'm mentally thinking about and going through. I think that's the most tangible and authentic stuff. I feel like, I feel like I go through this every other week, honestly. You feel like you go through this every other week. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think that's the nature. It's when of... you're just, do- you're doing new things all the time. It's, it's just, you're constantly being thrown into those situations where you're doing things that you haven't, you haven't done before and it's scary and you're not used to it. So you're obviously not going to perform to the level of that you say for yourself for the things that you've always done. So, yeah, I don't know. Take, take if someone's got, it. if someone's got a great solution, please help me. I do. I do like the idea of uh, trying to see something see it from another person that you really value their opinions perspective to get yourself out of your own head i think that's a good that's a good tool to use love it therapy bro that's what i'm gonna call it i'm just gonna call it therapy maybe just get a therapist that's they both maybe they gave me that idea man i swear to god they gave me that idea it was like it goes back to literally me trying to figure out the binge eating stuff years ago or not years ago, months ago. It, they were like, what would Kevin say to you if you were in that situation? I was like, he would tell he would tell me I don't have to punish myself or in this situation. I don't have to beat myself up for what just took place. Right. I don't know. It's worked ever since. So, Yeah, I don't but, know what I'm going to call this, but it's a wrap. I like the, I like the topic. I like the topic. Thanks for bringing it up. Appreciate Go out it. and do something scary, man. Go out there and do something scary. <laughs> And stop shitting on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Go, go, Joe Burrow, and not the birds. Yeah, uh, big sports people. Yeah, that really pissed me off, dude. <laughs> I'm really upset. Everyone, enjoy. All right. Cheers. Peace.